Oh, hello there. This is How to Die Alone. Hey guys, the How Die Alone Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Stephen Henry. I never leave, I'm always here. And across from me, the legendary David Wayne. Oh, I'm legendary, and you're announcing me now. This is he weird. is legend. Yeah, what is happening here? This is I'm so used to. Well, you're the mats are always second, and then I'm the last. Oh, not this mat. I'm the I'm best mat. I'm the anchor to bring down the ship. Well, second place is the first loser, so we got to go to bronze, which what, uh, places. But, uh, yeah, that's I'm here. Matt Carter. No one talks about me. He's in the place. I'm in the. I'm here. I'm in. I'm a party person in the place to pee. Yeah. I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, no. I get it. So I, I get it. party people in the house tonight. So I don't think I'm going to do that again. I think I'm just going to stick to the normal order. It was weird. I mean, I, I'm fine with it. It was it was a weird experiment. You got you to you you jazz it up every now and then, you yeah. know. Yeah. Jazz, jazz podcasting. It's it's about the it's about the people you don't introduce. Yeah, it's, it's about the jokes you're not making. <laughs> about the jokes you're not making. And wearing like a jazzy hat. Yeah, he wearing a very jazzy hat. Yeah, yeah. He went and just flipped his hat backwards, and I, I just I hate him. Why? Hate it's hard to look so at. Bad. You look you look like look like I could break out into a scat at any moment. Yeah, you're a it's heroin overdose away from kind of looking like. Uh, Looks like he's got some Artie strong, Lang. strong opinions about Sloop John B. and some. <laughs> <laughs> what? I love Stroop. He's hanging out with some Hepcats back in the seventies. You know. How... You dig? You know the Beatniks. <laughs> exactly. Daddy-o. Who's Nick? Like... Why do they keep beating him up? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. said Stroop. Remember we had Stroop that one time. We did have Stroop. And First friend... episode. Stroop will be. What'd you say? <laughs> Sloop Stroop John B. I don't know who that is. <laughs> It's a Beach Boys song. It's okay. Yeah. All right. I thought it was like Stroop waffle. Like yeah, nice, that's what I was thinking. That's nice round uh, waffle cookie caramel in the middle fits over the top of your coffee cup. Yeah, that's the design. Well, it is. apparently Sometimes you get the mini ones, the miniature ones. They fit on the top of like a shot glass if you're doing like espresso. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny is I talked to my friend who's actually from the Netherlands. I worked with a guy, and he was like, "No one in the Netherlands does that." And I was like, "That's bizarre." Really? Yeah, because I was like, "We all do that here." They have a picture of it on the package. I know. <laughs> I wonder if the pictures, if that's, is the packaging different in America? I'm sure it is. What was he going to do our own thing? And they put the Stroop waffle on the espresso? Uh, over the cup so it heats up and you get the like syrup nice and warm. That's what I was about to say. That's smart because the steam will like kind of mm-hmm. like heat it up. But they don't do that in the Netherlands where Stroop waffles are from? I don't. I think maybe he was just fucking with me on a lot of things because he was like, "Oh yeah, in the Netherlands we like our beer very, very warm." I'm like, "No, you do not." No, yeah, <laughs> no. Nobody likes warm beer. He's like, "Oh, we like warm beer." I'm like, "Well, I mean, it makes the sense. guy in North Korea did not like warm beer." It makes um, sense if we American. Come on. <laughs> I guess certain beers are supposed to be drank. Like apparently Guinness is supposed to be drank at like not quite. It's like room chill it. You know what I'm talking about, right? I know what you're talking about. All right. Wait, no. Do it. Warm do beer. I? Warm beer? Yeah, the the guy Kim Jong Un killed, Otto Warm Beer. No, I didn't know. I don't know anything about that. Oh, the one he starved to get death in the prison camp. His last name was Warm Beer. His last oh, name was man. Warm Beer. Yeah. Yeah. No one likes Warm Beer. No one likes Warm Beer. How are you gonna be walking <laughs> around? Apparently, Kim Jong Un didn't beer? either. That was the joke. 
But nobody got it. Like, no one I'm got sure it. There's three listeners out there, Stephen, that loved it. Okay, it's, it's too deep a cut. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Kim Jong Un's made a lot of worlds. He got rid of warm beer. <laughs> you can't have it. Yeah, yeah. No, I think at room temperature is where they drink. Or like, something. I don't know. Depends I, on the temperature of the room, I guess, David. I don't. That's Guinness true. is a trash beer. It's I don't like ter- it. I don't. I don't. It's I don't a meal. Like that's I feel a bold like take. I feel. F- Full after drinking it, and I'm like, "What is the point of this?" We were like, even talking about it. And he's if like, you, "I want to stand against Guinness right now." It's got like a, it's got like a, like a thing inside of it. I don't know. It's just like a paint, like a spray paint can. Well, that's the draft one. The the draft bottle has the the marble in it. Or it's like it's like a little nitrous mm-hmm. fucking uh, cylinder. It's too thing. elitist for you. Is that what it is? I don't know. I just I, I think this well, dude... to make it pour like it's pouring from a draft. That's like yeah. the thinking. I don't know. I went over to this guy's house for barbecue, and he was like, "Oh, I made Guinness marinated ribs." I was Ugh. like, "Well, what else did you put on the ribs?" He was like, uh, "Nothing." So you just you just soaked some ribs in oh, beer. You so just, you hate Guinness because you hate this guy. You just tilted his too. grill into the trash. I, I feel like the people that, that look at, at Guinness is like this on is a Guinness. great beer. Yeah. I'm like, no, it's it's really it's really not. It's mm. weak like for the taste and the thickness of it, it's got like low ABV. Mm. Did you just start giving the ribs to the dogs at the house? You're like, we're starting over. No, but you know what he did? He went <laughs> yeah. outside. He's like, no. Someone go get me some ribs. You go to the seasoning cabinet. Give me some seasoning. I wanted to. I hey, wanted Ted, to. Why I wanted to make a nice it. salad. Like, I'll take care of the ribs. You go inside. You whip up a salad. Somehow you just take over his grill, and she's like, "You don't barbecue another man's." I would have loved to take over the grill because you know what he did. He turned the grill on. He went outside with the ribs. He put them directly on the grill. They burned instantly. <laughs> he didn't do indirect heat. No, he oh did. He just thought Fucking he could just grill hour. it. He just he just put it on the grill. The grill was way too hot. There's like flame shooting out of it. No coals, <laughs> and he just burnt the ribs. Dude, and Matt's then in it was the like, no, they're seething. good. He's <laughs> seething. He's just standing there talking to his wife, like. And he was he's doing with these fucking ribs. Do you see what he's doing with these oh, ribs? This is before my wife. This honey, is back, honey oh. can you go? Can you get my apron from the car? We're starting. This is over. back when I had a fucking fifteen dollar day spice habit. So God knows. <laughs> Good God, you were yeah. just hallucinating in the yard. Yeah, I would. He still ate them. He still ate the ribs. And I was like, they're not good, man. <laughs> they're fucking bad. You're like, I'm starving and I'm high as shit right now and I still won't eat them. That's because his roommate was a good friend of mine. We worked I, at the bowling alley together. I, I put research chemicals in my body. I'm not putting those ribs in. <laughs> oh, man. What have you guys been up to? What are you doing? By the way, I like that they call it research chemicals. Oh, yeah. Well, what, what happens is, is in the nineties, spice, spice. Yeah, that's, well, in the nineties, that's how they, they were, were trying. Pitch it. They were like, well, it's, we get high on research to, chemicals. They were trying to, marijuana. they were trying to synthesize like a, a man, like an artificial THC, so that they could do studies. But it turns out when they did that, it was so like it was just so vastly different from the effects of THC that it became like it was like debunked. Like ah, that shit is not going to work. It's its own drug. So at then that they point. started selling it as a research chemical. And by the end of like the spice days, they they were like all the shit was outlawed. They would change like the molecular one component, one component the molecular properties of it, so that it, it wasn't that particular chemical. And by the end of it, they were like fuck it, spray raid on it. <laughs> they were just yeah. spray it with raid, and then you just like freak out. I was, well, those are dark days for me. Well, that's the thing. They just they spray it on shit. They spray it like like not yeah. even necessarily smokable stuff. You like get this like stems and seeds and like and like w- debris. And weird weird stuff. Like there was glitter in it sometimes. It was just whatever <laughs> what they the came. Fuck. I, yeah, and I was just like, oh yeah, I got the glitter one. <laughs> like I was like happy. 
It'd be like it's glitter. like finding the Indian on the Tootsie Roll wrapper. It'd be like weird, <laughs> fluffy weeds. But the thing that's wild about it is, is it's in no way THC, so you piss clean, which is like an incentive for a lot of people because they're like, oh, I can pass a drug test, I don't got to worry about it. You're like, yeah, but you're gonna go into liver failure in yeah. three weeks because you have like, no idea what the fuck it is, and it me, makes you crazy, doesn't it? it? Makes you crazy. Me and a bunch of friends of mine, like, we kind of we got real heavy into it, and then we started noticing, you know, <laughs> spice like, boys, spice boys. <laughs> we got real heavy into it for a while, like we were really into it, and then all of a sudden we we're like, hey man, I haven't seen like our friends in a while, <laughs> and then we. So we're all, How long we've we been? It's been it. three weeks since we've moved. <laughs> yeah, all and, on the it's, couch. and uh, it's my buddy put it the right way. He goes, "This is the only drug I've ever done that I've like stolen from my family to get more of it." Ooh, it's God. that fucking it's crazy. Like, it's like heroin, it's like marijuana. No, it's more like crack. Crack marijuana. It's more like crack, where you're like you you smoke it, you're high as fuck for ten minutes. That's it. Yeah, like 10, 15 minutes, and then but it feels like an eternity because you're you feel nuts. So for like, and then like immediate, you're like, I need more of that. Mm-hmm. It's oh. the weirdest feeling. It would that was a dark, dark time in my life. Do you know about it was only fifteen dollars? Um, you could get an ounce of it for like twenty two. Mm-hmm. And oh, you could God. go through in like in the worst like I could go through an ounce in a day easy. Well, if you're only lasting ten minutes, yeah. Yeah. I How do you s- smoke it like marijuana, like through a bowl I, dude, and shit, I or roll it? It was wow. so bad. It was such a. It's bad... a real, real short high, but it's like so much more potent. Yeah, than weed. and you'll get like hot spots because they're just spraying it on some stuff. So then you like you, there's more of it on some of it than other of it. So you would get it and you put it in the thing. You hit so it. So wait, a it's a spray. Like, yeah, it's a spray, and they would just spray it on random shit. And then people were making this shit in their garages. Mm-hmm. They would just like lay out visqueen. They would sprinkle the incense everywhere, and then they would go over it with like a sprayer. They would sit there, they would let it dry, and then they would bag it all up. What? The Literally, fuck? I went to the I went to the head shop, and they're like, "Well, you know what? We got all this. We ship in. Uh, this is made locally." This is local organic poison. Yeah, locally sourced poison. Yeah, and uh, which means they just made it in the bag. It'll help which, your immunity. Yeah, it's, <laughs> dude, I thought it was like a real thing. Like you know, marijuana is a plant. I thought it was just like, like a, a different fake, kind of plant. a fake plant that no. they made. No, they would just get like incense or like Damiana leaf or like opium lettuce. I know like it smells like shit. Nothing. It's people outside like, Cafe Hay would always smoke it, and like it smells so bad. Hamster bedding. Yeah, in, dude. Poison. Mm-hmm. Maybe they sprayed some of it with hamster bedding, or hamster it bedding. Could sprayed been. It, it yeah. could have. It could have. I. That looked should like probably ignite some Yeah. But sometimes I literally like I smoked plastic. These are Guinness like, wood chips. With I, spice I, on I, would, I would. I would. Making pour. Guinness spice ribs. Sometimes <laughs> you'd hit it and it would suck through. Yeah. Into the bong. I would pour the bong out onto. I would pour the bong water out. Onto a piece of Toast? like of oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a onto, crostini onto like a, a paper towel. Do you want then, some spice for skin? <laughs> and I would dry it. I would dry the paper to all the stuff, all like the and the shit that came out of the bong water. Uh-huh. Would like filter it out, and then I would pour it on there, filter it all out, then dry out the stuff that the what debris for the bong water, and then smoke it again. So this is like a forty-five minute process just to be high for ten minutes. Yeah, dude, you never been addicted to drugs? No. Man, you gotta live. Sounds <laughs> like nicotine, but I guess other than that, or fast yeah. food. If you want to consider like fast food a drug, 
hundred percent. I tell you what, this is yeah. the fast food of drugs. You could just buy it on every single corner, and it, it made you feel good for all of ten minutes. Is it illegal? Now. No. That's what. That's literally whenever they stop. But that kava stuff illegal. is still legal. Kava and kratom are actual plants. They're though. actual. Like, oh, they're plants. not synthetic. It's not yeah. just no. shit somebody ordered from Korea. I'm saying you're just like spraying. On is but is this what that wild. other? What was that other stuff that was a big thing for a while? Basalts. No. I mean, it's all the same shit. This salvia. Salvia. Yeah, that also was a, a naturally occurring plant. That's a real it's thing. A naturally, yeah. like occurring plant. So it's like a ayahuasca trip or something. Salvia is a salvia trip. Salvia, yeah. okay, it's different. It's, but it's but ayahuasca is like a plant too, right? Yeah, ayahuasca. Okay. Yeah, it's got DMT. It's like a. But salvia is different than DMT. I've seen people on yeah, YouTube like but freaking DMT out. DMT is also like a natural. Like they just put some plants together and then this thing emerges. Yeah, but there's other stuff. They're like cross pollination. They're building in a lab with like centrifuges and shit like that, and they're like they're like molecularly deconstructing things to build it back to create synthetic THC. And it was never anywhere close to THC. That's why, like the whole, the whole goal was to create a chemical that was so similar to, to, to THC that they could do studies to later, like prove, see, marijuana's not that bad. Turns out, what they made was so much worse. Yeah, I'm sure, it didn't do anything for the cause. Of, that happens like, like a lot of marijuana. things like that, dude. Yeah, if anything, it probably set it back because people think, oh, marijuana is just a, a natural version of this. And people are like, no, 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 no. Like, no. I mean, those are these real fucking stupid people. Well, that, you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> old people, those are the only ones keeping marijuana illegal. No, I, I don't. Oh, you're getting me going. Yeah. I, I don't think the people are doing anything. I think the government's doing it. Well, and... yeah, but government are people. Not really. Yeah, I guess that's the true. government's just corporations. Robots. This is the thing that's annoying whenever I deal with my like retarded yeah, libertarian isn't, hold friends. Hold on, isn't marijuana legal in D.C.? It depends. I, I thought it was legal in D.C., which is nuts because it's like that's where the fucking government is. So like they're they're banning it everywhere even, federally, but they're allowed to smoke it themselves. Even like, where marijuana is, is legal, there's always weird caveats to it. Like it's never just like weeds legal. It's well, like, it's federally illegal. Right, but I mean, even still, it's like, it's legal in Denver, it's legal in Colorado, but it's not legal to smoke it outside anywhere. You can't smoke it outdoors. You can smoke it outside of your own yeah, house, it's like when but they, that's it. when they say it's like not illegal to smoke, but it's illegal to possess. Yeah. And like weird, like, laws that cancel yeah, each other out. Yeah, like, you're not allowed to have marijuana on you, but you're allowed to drive high. Yeah. Well, you're not allowed to drive high, but... Yeah, just like you're not allowed to, like, if you get a prescription for painkillers, you can't, like, pop three of them and go for a drive. But the whole no, thing is, You like, can still get a DUI on something you were prescribed by a doctor. Uh, yeah, because you shouldn't be driving when you're on Percocet. Yeah, I, yeah, my wife wouldn't let me. <laughs> but, like, <there's, laughs> Come on, man, it looks like Star Wars. <laughs> what could go wrong right now? Uh, Light years. I'm going to test it out in Mario Kart and show you I can do it. Yeah. Grab me that bunch. <laughs> grab me three bananas. Yeah. <laughs> throw them out the window. Cops are coming for you, man. Hand me that banana. <laughs> give me the turtle shell. Oh, it's an actual turtle. I don't give a shit. You're eating like one of those edible stars. You're like, like star power. Ding, 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 ding. You're like, running through everything. I am highly considering uh, eating mushrooms before shock value tonight. Bold. Is it bold? Does it seem like a mistake? I mean, given given the given cast, the, given the Gretchen, yeah, given the cast, given I probably the wouldn't. Given the cast, oh, man, <laughs> I might eat them when I come home, though. I don't know which is better. I don't know. Uh, 
I don't know either. I don't know either. Because you remember the last time I did mushrooms, I got on social media and ended up having like send Davy a paragraph about how I thought one of his statuses was about me, and he was just speaking in generalities. What this Davy? Yeah, yeah, I remember I, that. Yeah, it was like I, this long winded thing. I'm like, posted, what the fuck? He posted. He goes, "Oh, open micers where they have their first good set." And then underneath it, it said, go get your fucking shine box. And I was like, I was like, oh no, I'm a new open micer. I recently had my first good set. It's gotta be me. Yeah, no, it was just <laughs> I don't even have though. a shine box. I'm so unprepared. <laughs> like, I don't even know where to buy a shine box. But you were all what is a shine box? <laughs> I remember that because you, you were like, dude, I'm sorry. I'm like, really, I was fucked up the other night. Don't worry about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah dude, no worries. Yeah, that's a, the that's a thing. I don't know. I, See, I that really... just scares me, man. I can't experiment with that stuff, the thing, man. There's, it's a circumstantial thing. Like, what I need to really... Well, shrooms are natural. Like, anything that's natural, if it grows in the ground, I imagine it can't be that bad for what you. I've, what I really need to do, what the best, the best scenario is uh, me and Sarah and the dog, we all go to Hillsborough River State Park... And we walk around outside, and I eat mushrooms. Mm-hmm. That's the best situation to do mushrooms yeah. in. Because yeah. you're just outside. It, like uh, all of like, like social media stresses you out. Other people stress you out. Like living in a fucking house, feeling like you're in a box all the time, stresses you out. Mm-hmm. Outside so you, is great. Outside, you go yeah. outside because if you're in a your room, you're like fucking. Like literally, the walls will be fucking crazy. Yeah, I will say, no wavy walls. and shit. I will. I will say though, outside in the city, not good. Outside in the city is not good because it's, you just have all these giant walls. Everything that are around you. It's not the giant walls. It's the homeless people and stuff. And you're like, I don't know how. I don't know what to do with you. Yeah, and it was like the last time. <laughs> the last time I I so you like a, go to a park. I took some mushrooms. A park would be the worst spot. That's where they all are. Like if you go to like a city. When you said it was a nice. Park. You want to go this to a park park. This is a Hillsborough River State Park. This is just woods. Yeah. Oh, this okay. is woods with trails that are only about a mile and a half long. Yeah, because if you, you go can't to... You get fucking lost. If you go to a city park, you're going to see people busking and shit, like playing guitar and stuff. And you're just get, you're going to go fucking tackle them, because whatever they're doing needs to stop. <laughs> whatever is going on <laughs> what? is, is Every, weird. Everything, every, like, everything in your life becomes like a quest. Mm. To where oh. you're like, oh, God, I don't like how that's making me feel. It needs, <laughs> it's got to end. It's got to end. It's okay. got to and that's scary dude. And you why just, do you guys you do just, this stuff then because, because, because I, I don't know <laughs> so fucking synthetic <laughs> this marijuana was a dark, that this was is made a with raid I, look look this is this is like 2011 you were talking about, you're talking about doing mushrooms today <laughs> like, yeah no i'm just saying the mushroom, mushrooms ago. are really different the spice is a different that's a different era that's when it came out well, you I just said you were doing like mushrooms broke. tackling people in parks that's no i said that's how like that's you how you would. feel that's how you feel that like doesn't you, feel like a good like feeling you stop things at all at all costs so you become autistic like loud noises freak you out i'm <laughs> you ate mushrooms so you became autistic. Yeah, like it just freaks. Like, stop the loud noises. Just imagine like, that what? happened to Mario. You can get like oh, this is the thing. This is the thing. You can feel too good when you're on mushrooms. Like Mar- I remember my buddy Mario just this. starts counting Koopas. <laughs> my 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 friend uh, Charles. He lives in Oregon. He does this character called Bobby. He said Bobby talk like this because Bobby Bobby's got a good. Time. And he was doing that, and he was doing the character, and it was making me laugh so hard that I wanted to beat the shit out of him. You're like, I need to kill Bobby. You're like, and not I had, your friend, I had to tell just him, his character. You have to tell somebody if somebody's doing something that's like blowing you up, that's making you fucking laugh. You you can be like, it hurts. I'm laughing too much. It hurts. Mm-hmm. It needs to stop. And you can be the happiest you've ever felt. 
your entire life and need it to stop. That's it's. I don't know. Something. Do you want? You don't ever just want to explore the reaches of your own mind. No, but, that scares the <laughs> fuck out of me, dude. I hear that a lot during my sets. So like, stop, stop. Like, it please hurts. stop, stop. It hurts. <laughs> Yeah, that's what because so like Cosby truth. heard that too. But uh, what? yeah, <laughs> but I mean, honestly. I don't know. It just like I've heard that you know if if you do those, you're like you'll find out a lot about yourself. Yeah. But they're like you know you'll you'll go to those places and if you have a lot of demons, they'll you'll encounter them. And I'm like, well, that's what scares me because I don't know what's there. You can kind of control the if you you need a micro dose or something controlled environment. That's what yeah. Oprah said. Like they're like you got to do it with friends and safe space and all that. With, Especially like acid. They're like when you do that, you got to have a safe area. Well, with at least one trip. person who's not on it. You need yeah. a trip setter. Yeah, trip setter, you okay. need that. A trip That's advisor. A trip advisor. Well, how long? <laughs> <laughs> That's why the website's there. Yeah. It's a front trip advisor. <laughs> trip advisor. Man, yeah, any information. Yeah, I wonder how many calls they get. Like, hey man, can you <laughs> send someone over to like advise my trip? And I'm they're like, "That's not what we are, right sir. <laughs> this you is like not. a guidance counselor for adults." It <laughs> <laughs> just get some like shady salesperson on the line. Well, while I got you here, would you like to book a trip to Denver? Maybe I want to get you a safe room i get you a safe room to stay in <laughs> where are hotel, you located hotel rooms are good because hotel rooms are like clean sterile nothing distracting They're like a, it's a four-star resort how do they get the stars in the resort <laughs> i would freak out like, dude, dude, we're like, inside where are these stars <laughs> if it's from? a cheap hotel they got like a tube television i'd I bet, freak out over that shit like it's a tube television i bet it's hot it with all the stars <laughs> Jars are no. dying, man. Yeah, so you gotta have like a sitter, okay? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, well, I that's was... what I'm saying. How long do shrooms last? I know acid can last Depends. a long fucking time. If you take like one normal dose, it's four to six hours. Yeah, four okay. to six hours. I say like a, like the average dose that I will take will be like three to five hours. It's three mm-hmm. to five hours, and then like you kind of have like a nice come down where it like goes from being like mental to being like a physical like sedation where you're like I feel good. The thing that's nice it turns is... into ecstasy, like we're touching no. something no. that feels good. Uh, no, no, I mean they're kind of they're kind of similar in the way they make you feel, except like mushrooms isn't gonna fucking make your fucking brain boil, or, yeah. or that you want to dance or, or something. Yeah, you're not gonna you. I don't know. I like I've been to like concerts. I enjoy rolling. I enjoy it. No, I don't enjoy that Mm-mm, very no. much. Not at concerts, too many people. No, just in general. I, I like the but like mushrooms at a concert, especially if it's it, it's got to be a concert that you love the band, you are the artist, and you know like every word, so that you're going to be engaged 100 percent of the time. So I okay. did that with like I, I could do that with like, Coheed. Yeah, and I did that with like Modest Mouse and Brand New, mm-hmm. um, Streetlight Manifesto. When I've gone to see the bands that I just infatuated with where you're like I know everything yeah and you can tune out everyone else around you yeah. kind of or you can otherwise you're going to see someone dancing and you're like I don't like the way he's dancing I gotta tackle him <laughs> like I just keep going oh, back I, to the tackling um, thing I ate just mad jumping over balconies and shit. <laughs> the same show that you guys just did uh, at the, in the storage unit yeah. I ate mushrooms and did that show well, that's a good show for that. That's a good show for that. Dude, there's a lot of strobes going on there's in there. There's stuff going on. There's music. There's, like, people. Everybody was super chill. Yeah. Like, it was a... Uh, and I, I was, like, nervous because I would do my set. As soon as I got up there, I got a laugh. I was like, this is amazing. Honestly, like, this was, like, probably... year and a half, two years ago. Uh, Yeah. I was like, a re- no. Right after about, you kicked the year, spice maybe habit? Maybe a year ago. No, that was I kicked the spice habit back in like uh, like oh eleven. <laughs> wow, um, that's twelve, crazy, eleven or twelve. 
Um, went to Spiceheads Anonymous. But then, like, like four or five years ago, <laughs> I ate mushrooms at a company at the Christmas party for Ella's when I worked there. Shout out to Ella's. It's a horrible <laughs> place. Um, the Folk Art uh, Cafe. Yeah. Um, no, I, I didn't enjoy it. Uh, I imagine everyone that works there is on mushrooms. Um, you would think. But it's mostly the Xanax, painkillers. Oh, cocaine. they're doing bars. Um, but no, I, I ate mushrooms at the Christmas party, and then when I got home, I was still tripping. So, like, I went on a long bike ride, and I listened to uh, Lord Huron's Strange Trails, start to finish. Great album. And then Is that the, the one that's of, got the song from 13 Reasons? Uh, maybe. I never I know watched that. that. Yeah, that show. It's a, Lord Huron's an amazing band. I am not the only traveler. Yeah. Yeah, I love that song, song, dude. Yeah. Um, it's a damn good song. But uh, that's when I I'll decided I wanted album. to do comedy. Was like I, I was like on a mushroom trip. Yeah, and I and I was sitting. I was like walking around in my front yard at like three a.m. So if <laughs> like there's one you do, like you do. If there's one thing to take away, don't do mushrooms. It'll make you want to do comedy. Yeah, like it. It'll but, fuck um, your life all up. I started having these thoughts and I started saying them out loud. And I'm like, I feel like this could work. None of those thoughts have made it to the stage because I didn't remember them. Because if you don't write them down, you're not gonna. Um, Do you record yourself like while doing? No, this trips? was just when I was like, man, that would be like funny. Be such a fun thing to do is okay. to be like, fuck all this. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try to do stand up comedy. And um, over the next like you know two years is when I really started like I gotta get out of the service industry and the fucking the cooking and the ugh and the mm. lifestyle and the, the grind. The that grind and I'm oh. like because into another grind but, but you were you were from bands before that like you were in yeah. musical bands yes yeah. yes and uh kind of why i stopped doing that it was because like work took over I was did like, your well, did your bands make them dance um no but ban- bands will like ti bands ban- make a dance they Sorry, will rap. bands will I know, I know that song i worked okay. at a bowling alley <laughs> 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 i've heard that song that's like as you know, that famous bowling alley <laughs> bowling alley rapper Ti bowling alley banger, yeah, <laughs> bands make that dance. It was that, and like I don't, I don't know, it's weird. You the cosmic bowling, Balls like, oh, black bang lights, the and you can then uh, anything, yeah, yeah. Then you got to hear uh, the Cupid Shuffle, and you got to hear Wobble. The, I didn't realize the Cupid the Shuffle. The I Cupid Shuffle no came out in like two thousand nine. Did Did you huff the like shoe cleaner? I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm sure I got a second, a second hand. Spraying lane from oil that. on a spice. He's like, let's drip it on this here. It's crazy. It's just that's when I learned. That's to like, like this is my huffing bag. <laughs> <laughs> throw out that Ziploc, baby. That's a good one. That's my huffing bag. You that, Why you, you keep smelling the shoes? Bag. That's gross. I don't got a foot fetish. I just like drugs. <laughs> it's like to get really. Here, spray up. some more drugs on these size nines. <laughs> Spice Spray loafers. It. I'm cleaning them with spice. Yeah, yeah spice loafers. <laughs> That's a spicy bowling shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was that was actually towards it's the a, end. It's a bowling. Is me and my friend <laughs> bowling. <laughs> bowling oh, there's meat in there. Gross. Me meat, and my buddy Abdul. Yeah. Well, bolognese is a meat sauce. <laughs> okay. Just to bring this all back, is uh, my buddy That's Abdul. That's what he did spice. You said was at the bowling alley days. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, and this is my buddy Abdul was this is the where guy. you do spice. Is the yeah, bowling like, alley. Where else? That's where you pick up that habit, I assume. <laughs> Just that yeah. and listening to Ti. No, I pick, actually picked up that habit. Go, uh, go when hit I... spice bongs in the parking lot. Go pay, play Area Fifty One in the uh, arcade. <laughs> 
Spice aliens are coming at me. Man. <laughs> now, I was living with meth heads when I started the spice habit because and you were like, you guys got a problem. <laughs> 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 Fucking junkies. As you pour out your bong to like dry the fucking shit as a That was a rough time. I'm embarrassed to know you Dude, I used to How did you escape all of that? Oh my god. Was it Jesus? Did you did the Jesus come to you one day or something? Would you wake up? The meth heads there was one night I was there and the meth head uh dude knocked on my door and like started yelling shit and uh told me to get the fuck out. So I got the fuck out and I went and I Was he tweaking? I don't know. But either way, you didn't want to find out. Like, I didn't really want to find out. And just then over the next happen. 24 hours, I got all of my shit out of there. And I went um, and moved back in with my parents. And that's actually like when I was like, oh, okay. And I got back on like a healthier lifestyle. And I was like, so that was like a wake-up call, I guess. It was a bit of a wake-up call. You when remember the, the guy's the, name? Oh, my God. I'm not going to say it. Cause well, I think, and I'm just saying, do you remember it, though? Oh, yeah. Are you still friends with him? No. Okay. <laughs> well, no. Touched, that guy saved your life, possibly. No, he didn't. No, it wasn't like that. It's not like I'm gonna go thank him for keeping me out. I was, I, we were all. It was, it was fucked up. It was a fucked up time uh, in my life. He's a, he was a uh, bad person. Oh, all right. He was well, very, he did something good for you at least, kind of by kicking yeah, he, you out. Yeah. I don't that, think that was yeah. the intent. That wasn't. He wasn't doing it out of goodness. Yeah, of but his you heart. know what I'm saying? Like you look back in your life and you're like, wow. I, you know, who knows what? Well, happen yeah, if you that's stayed true. Down that I, path really, I'm not gonna go out of my way to, to positive like, Davy over here. Thank him. Yeah. Look at the silver linings. So. Yeah. <laughs> The you inside ever, of that bag you're you ever thank from. that meth head for kicking you out? <laughs> God yeah, works in mysterious he, uh, ways. He opened the door and he chucked a cup of boiling water at me. Wow. Well, that'll wake you up. So, yeah, that was a wake-up call. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good, that's a meth head of me. Is that what they do when you order them off TripAdvisor? When God opens the, <laughs> when God opens the door, he throws a cup of boiling water at you. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, and then the other dude that I it's holy actually, water. That's okay. <laughs> and the other dude that used to be there quite a bit that I, I really got along with well, uh, James DeCristofaro. He later moved to like North Carolina, got hooked on heroin. He died and over overdosed. Oh, and that sucks, uh, too. so it's cool. I got out of that situation. That was like the Brandon like fucking crust punk type shit. Yeah, you live in Brandon. Yeah, so much denim, huh? So much denim. God. All different colors denim. denim. Mainly the two. You get the so blue. So is spice and drugs like that real bad in Brandon? Or bunch is that just denim, where you were living? Bunch of buttons yeah, on that denim. Brand, Brandon. Because I've gone um, to Sarasota and they were saying like there's a huge hospital how, near, near McCurdy's. And I, people are like, yeah, we're, opiums are like huge here. I gotta ask Sarasota. you. As somebody who's lived across punk life. Like, how, yeah. how do they afford so many buttons and patches and shit? Like. I'm pretty sure they steal them. They get them for free at shows. They give out buttons. <laughs> yeah, buttons are usually free. Buttons were always free. Buttons used to be a big deal. I'm a big fan of buttons. It's yeah, like you I don't always know. Wear one usually. I have like a what's a crust punk? Cr- I-, I was never a fucking crust. Crust punks <laughs> are like fucking like eating pizza out of the garbage can. Listen to like leftover crack. The very like their whole free pizza for life movement. And yeah, like free white ins, kids with dreadlocks. White kids with dreadlocks and trust funds who are just like Denim waiting on their vests. parents to die. Oh. Like fucking eating out of the checkers dumpster. They're just trash. Well, it's, like, it's you know like the aesthetic Chris uh, Chris Geist Chris Heiss has yeah. like that. Yeah, but he wasn't like that. But, like though. who is who is the comic? Good dude. Uh, moved to was it Oregon, Portland. Who oh, Nathan Hart? Hart? Nathan Hart. Yeah. 
He's he got a little bit of that. Sounds like a BMW. What are you talking about? Yeah, but he's kind of got that. But aesthetic. it doesn't. It doesn't oh, matter. They, well, I just thought they were punk. I just thought he was like a punk. I didn't know what the, the difference was. Crust punk. That's the thing, though. But like a lot of the punk kids or the crust punks, especially, are trust fund kids. That's the yeah. Most Hard Times thing. just put out an article with, with where it's like a crust punk Shogo or afraid that people will see his rich parents. Yeah, and their parents are like waiting on the concert to end in the parking lot. Oh, yeah, like there's saying. this guy when I was in New Pick York. Me up like around the block, so the, no one sees yeah. me, kind of thing. There was this guy I knew, and uh, I saw a couple of the mics in New York who just had like fucking like disintegrating jeans and just like fucking he wore like beater tank tops and shit. Mm-hmm. And but his parents, his like, parents for had, his penthouse and shit, yeah, in Upper West Side or some shit. Yeah, yeah. He, he would have jokes about how he was so rich and shit. And I'm like, well, that's super relatable. And I mean, good on you for being self deprecating. Yeah, no like one that. thinks you're a dick when you got off stage either. It was yeah. great. <laughs> Dude, that's nuts. I don't understand. So that's weird. Yeah, so I was like just... working at a pizza shop and a bowling alley simultaneously, and like it just. You were just you were in the gutter. Uh, that's when I was like on and off. <laughs> anti- <laughs> I was really in the gutter. You're like a gutter punk. Is there a difference between a gutter punk and a? No, it's punk? about the same thing. Okay, yeah. It's great, but so like, you're eating like that's even worse. You weren't even eating checkers food. You're eating like fucking bowling alley pizza out the trash. Yeah, or like whatever you whatever they would make for you. Whatever was left over at the end of the night that was still on the grill. My favorite was they would jalapeno caps. It what? was just like fried, like just slices of jalapeno breaded and fried. It was dope. When you moved back in with your parents, for you like you guys were like the bumpers that saved my life. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been in the gutter. If I could have been in the gutter if it wasn't for these bumpers, these child bumpers. The gutter punks. I just left and thank God I did because they're putting their fingers in my holes. Wait, so it's like that movie. <laughs> it's like SLC punk. It's like SLC punk. I've never watched that movie. Oh, okay. I like I've heard good things. I guess a lot of people are shopping hot topic. Then they're steampunk. Do they just like fry or steam everything? Steampunk is just people who fucking idolize uh, African colonialism. Yeah, so it's like like pith helmets and fucking like in Wild Wild West, how it's all machinery stuff with this giant but, spider and shit. But all of that shit boils down to like racism. Somehow, people have said what. With like isn't everything the, it's like permeates everything where like a lot of people like the steampunk so stuff they'll put on like a old pith helmet like think of the, because uh, they're saying it's colonial like celebration colonizing yeah. like which it was really a bad well, that's thing. just an era it's a, it's an era but it's 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 kind of like wearing well, like a, I'm sure there was some good back in the era you just people focus on the bad things <laughs> <laughs> what about all the good that came with colonialization. <laughs> <laughs> United States of America. You know, we wouldn't exactly. have this country. I mean, we wouldn't sure. have freedom of speech if it wasn't for that. So you gotta do some good there. I wouldn't be able to say whatever I want if we yeah, had to kill all them Indians. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be able to talk about it like we are right now. You think there's podcasts in North Korea? Probably not. Probably not. And if there is, just they don't talk is, about shit like this. It's just Kim Jong Un's. Don't podcast. tread on me. Tread on them Indians. <laughs> <laughs> Kim Jong Un makes you subscribe by gunpoint to his yeah. podcast. Yeah, I um. <laughs> We need well, that. I'm for glad ours. you got out of it. Uh, me, me too. I have a much better life now. Were you in bands back then? Uh, yeah, That's what I was. The I was mainly music in like corrupted you. two bands. The band I was in like around high school, which uh, I was close with those dudes, but they turned out to be shitty. Like one of them was like fucking my girlfriend and stuff. It was a weird time. I had a very rough transition from like the high school into like becoming an adult, and it's taken until like now for me to really like. Um. I'm with you on that. I hear that. Where you're like, holy shit! Like, 
I don't know. The way you view it took me a lot to view life the way I did it this time. Do you do you feel subhuman because you didn't go to college like a real person? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. I think went to culinary school, didn't you? No, I. uh, I'm just fucking with you. But I know I know what you're referencing. Yeah. I won't drop uh, any names. I don't know what that is. No, it's it's not even just names. It's an attitude some people have. It's an attitude people have of like. Of be like, if well, didn't go to college. since you didn't go to college, allow me to explain. You see, you just drive up and say what you want into the speaker. Um, yeah. What the yeah. hell? Hold on, this is over my head. What was I this? was talking about like it's like imagine somebody who went to college explaining you how to order fast food. Yeah, or like, anything. Just really. dumb shit, or like like things that are people like. Well, There's since people... you didn't go to college, you couldn't possibly grasp. There's people uh, that think that. Yes. Gross. There Where are. they're like college. Admission rates are on the decline, so I'm I'm opening a Velcro shoe factory. Like, yeah, clearly all of them are too stupid to be where I am. Yeah, I yeah, I had to ride in a car with somebody um, who uh, was like, "I'm sorry, I don't mean to, you know." Basically, someone like like uh, like scholar explaining something to me. I don't know. Like, they were like, "Well, Very obviously you can explain me." I like that. Like people that are, that yeah, friendly. they're like, "Well, since you didn't go to college, obviously, you know." Gross. You're like, I didn't go to college, but I did work at a bowling alley. You learned quite a bit. <laughs> about I worked at a bowling alley. I was addicted to spice. Was, yeah. Don't talk down to me. Yeah, don't talk. Yeah, I've seen. I've the, lived, goddammit. The, the people that want to. They're the same people that, like, don't know what to do when they get out in the world. Like. Yeah. Uh, Everything's been planned out for them, so now it's like they go to a job interview and they don't get the job, and they're like, what do you mean I don't? Meanwhile, job. somebody else I had, is just had like straight A's in college. I was, was like top of my fumbled class. their way through life. I think I think that in the restaurant business, that's the that's the number one example of people that are like. But I went to Johnson and Wales. I went to the most prestigious. I went to the Culinary Institute of America. Why would why on earth wouldn't you? I'm an asset to your kitchen. And you're like no, but you see you see Juan over there. He's been doing this shit for 25 years. Yeah, experience over. And education. I'll take his ass over your fucking. Oh, but I. Ooh. Yeah, because you have a certificate that says you can do this. Well, that guy's been exemplifying it for 20 years. they don't want practical application. They just have the knowledge. And, like, literally, it's like, oh... oh you, they don't even teach them, like, hands-on? They don't know how to do it? certain things, but then they'll be like, day, like, oh, like, everyone's going to learn so, to break down a chicken today, but they're not going to buy 45 chickens. Well, that's the oh, thing. Oh, no. They're just... Oh, it's a whole bunch of people, like, standing Stand, around and, like, one person leisurely. breaks down do, a chicken. Yeah, doing it leisurely when you're like, I need you to fucking do that now. Well, that's yeah. bullshit. That's like the bowling alley. I know how to pick up a 7-10 split. But I can't. Well, the challenge. Yes. You know what I mean. I, and I, I don't mean to chef explain you, but yeah. I mean go for it. But I think the challenge. And of, you're a scholar, you scholar yeah. chef explaining motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I I think the challenge of being a chef, especially at a, like a high end place, is keeping the quality up while keeping the volume up. Oh yeah, yeah. That's stressful. And as fuck, the thing dude. about like the, it's like the one of the most stressful jobs the, in the world. The coming up with dishes and then the and all the fun parts of being a chef are like. Few and far between. Fucking fifteen percent of the job. There's a, you have to be like a fucking you have a to thera- a restaurant, you have a therapist to your entire crew. You have mm-hmm. to you have to maintain that. You have to make their schedule. You have to order. You have to not order too much. Not order too little. So you run out of shit. And you look stupid. That's where the stress. Like there's just yeah. so much stuff you have to do, and it's a twenty four hour day job, and I'm not cut out for it. Yeah. I'm well, being a comedian, I don't want to com explain you, but that's a twenty-four hour day. I mean, that okay. is, but it's kind of something you. We only work an hour a night. <laughs> yeah. But you exactly, you might prepare a lot, and yeah. there's a lot of stuff that people. There's a lot of prep work. Don't see a lot of prep work that goes. Slicing into it. a lot of tomatoes to get that fucking bolognese. But if you look at the, it's like it's like yeah, you know, I spent uh, like two days working like 
eight to ten hours each day, like prepping for this event for four hundred and fifty people, mm-hmm. and so like that, and like that's your execution. The party's only from six to nine, but we've just spent twenty five hours, yeah, getting prepared for this. And then you get there and you get everything set up, and they're like, uh, "But why are there disposable plates? I uh, work for this corporation that's fucking ruining the entire planet, but I can't bear to see a disposable plate." Mm. Or they I didn't know we didn't talk about this. We're going to China. Well, another $450, we'll call the rental place, and we'll spend two hours going over there and picking that up and coming back. And That's right. How, we'll, we'll get the colonialism China. How, how often do people... <laughs> <laughs> the racist <laughs> Let's get the Chinese China. Yeah. How, how often do people fight with you over the portions? You were like, I want another one. Can I get another one? I mean, sometimes that's fine, but like, like we just had this event where it was, they had a pasta bar. They had 80 people coming in, so there's just plain pasta there's two different sauces and like three different meats you can put in and then like toppings and mm-hmm. cheeses and stuff you build your own fucking there pasta different noodles no so like spaghetti kind of noodle. fuck that throw that Ex- away but one type is, of noodle trash by the by the end of our service time especially which, i bet it was shells too we're supposed to be from, no, from seven to nine spaghetti from seven oh. to nine thirty somewhere around nine o'clock we started like kind of running low we're like all right let's you pull do penne or rigatoni or you throw that shit away penne regate yeah um, we started run low, and these people are like, "Oh, why is that?" I was like, "Well, you also you just gave the staff of this place permission to go through the line. You gave the cops who are on security, and you gave like like you give people permission to eat. Where it's like we got enough for we we provide enough food for eighty people. It's not just unlimited fucking pasta salad yeah, breadsticks. It didn't come to Gal- Olive Garden. It's not yeah. Olive Garden. That's how they treated it. Like how could you possibly run out? <laughs> well, when you're there, your family <laughs> and they're like, like well, family much? eats all of your shit and then leaves. Yeah. They're like, how much is another box of pasta? This is proposed. Like, how could it possibly be twenty twenty five dollars? $0.79 cents for a box of rigatoni. So, uh, you get the, some events. That's that's where I got like the, the bit about the lady who wanted to taste sesquilite pie. She literally, I was like, well, the crust has obviously got gluten in it. Mm-hmm. So you can't have that. And there's dairy, and there's like, cream and eggs in the fillings. You can't really have that either. She's like, well, let me taste it. And made me like scoop from the center of a pie, like just the filling. And give it to her. So it's just like, can you just go ahead and ruin that entire fucking pie? Yeah. So that I can see whether or not I can taste the eggs and cream. Why? Because she's allergic to it and like it. No, No, her her friend friend was. Her friend sent her on a mission to taste test pie. You know what's funny? Like a king. Like (laughs) like she was a king. Like, like, no, go taste that for me. Send the In royal, case it's poisoned. Send the royal taster, <laughs> Kathy. <Yeah. laughs> Gotta make sure it's palatable. Yeah, that's that ridiculous. Awful. God, that sucks. And, yeah. You just you deal with that a lot, and you kind of get used to it, which is why I don't ever want to be on the front lines. I gotta that's be honest. I prefer front to be lines. in the kitchen. I like this Matt better. He makes me feel better about myself, all the shit he went through <laughs> over here. I'm like, damn, I didn't do that. And fucking med school, Matty, and then fucking Stevie Economics over here. Yeah, and... And we're, you know all that, and all you guys did was talk about the fucking Simpsons. The entire and Matt and I are just living the dream. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just wild success. He's stories. a doctor. You're a famous economist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Matt cured cancer, maybe. <laughs> Steven's the next. Uh, what's his face? Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Tell us who's your 
God Who's the it. famous economist you're going to... Noam Chomsky. Oh, Chom Nomsky. Noam Chomsky, the, the linguist. Yeah, I thought he was like an economist. The though. linguist who talks about politics. Oh, okay. He's not an economist. Jander Gray described me as a white trash Noam Chomsky. I'll take it. I will take it, too. I was like, okay, all right, I'll take that. White trash Noam Chomsky. Yeah. I do like Noam. Do you, do you want some economist suggestions, like... For your references. Uh, Richard Reich, Robert Reich. Robert Reich. Robert Reich. He's my favorite. Gary he's Vaynerchuk. Also, Gary Vaynerchuk is not an economist. No. He's a wine guy. I don't even know what an economist is. Dude, I, dude, have you, have you ever listened to him give advice? He's just like, first, you know what? You know, step one, you got to stop complaining. And you know what you got? You got to tell your parents to fuck off. <laughs> That's step one in all of it. He's like, anybody standing in your way, if you can slit their goddamn throat, you sell those sneakers on eBay, you're going to make something of yourself. Yeah, step, open your mo- step over your mom's corpse. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, Tim Dillon's got a bit, but he's just like trashing him, and that's how I heard his name. I have no idea who he is. Oh, man, I was going to write a bit trashing him, too. Yeah, so, it's pretty funny. That I, I like that you... Oh, well. You right, skipped, so what does an economist do anyway? You skipped all the way over like the, the one everyone says, like Adam Smith. I don't even know who that is. Are you fucking kidding? I'm gonna be honest. I don't know who he is either. I probably made it a point to not know. Adam uh, Smith, you would have known. Like it, it, but you went to school here too, right? Like me, Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, explain what's what's just what are some of the songs he wrote? (laughs) (laughs) What's he famous for? What's he famous for? Did he invent money? No. No. Uh, He didn't even really do much with monetary theory, really. Adam Smith was the guy who talks about the invisible hand of the economy. Okay. Like so, so interest? Nope. Okay. Now, the invisible hand is basically just like, if you put something out there, people will buy it. Like, things will drive themselves, kind of. So, it's just like, if you let things, if you let people create and you let people sell, and a market eventually exists, then it will be there. Do you okay. know what I'm saying? Kind of. Is this... Is so this, it's like is this the, to talk about like the red tape that so, prevents so, you yeah. essentially from if you if you breaking just, into the market? Yeah. So hold on. So essentially like you're so if 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 it's basically the hold idea hold on, that on. people aren't being compelled to buy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is like if essentially if, if you supply it, eventually there'll be a demand for it. Yeah, it's field of dreams. Okay. Yeah. yeah if you supply it, they'll demand it. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, is, is that is that really what you're then saying? Then you have like the Ron Ron Swanson, like as a character, he did that thing. He goes, starting a business should be as easy as like I have apples, you need apples here, buy some of these apples. But yeah. there's not. You got to get a permit. You got to pay this dude and this dude. It's very mob. You gotta grease the local. You gotta grease gotta everyone up before yeah. you could just fucking sell you your apples. You gotta get a permit to cut down trees in your own yard. You yeah. could own the land, dude. My dad, and my, you, have to, you have to get a permit to cut down a tree on your own land. Yeah. For what? My my dad lives in a camper. He always has, as long as I know. He's lived in an RV mm-hmm. and down by the river. <laughs> down, it's literally down by the river in a, an RV. He fishes daily, and he lives on his own property. And somebody called code enforcement. So now he can't live in the RV anymore. <laughs> he has to move out of the RV and into a double wide trailer. So as long, it, it's just literally, it's just semantics. And the, he's got a big pond, a big man-made pond. Mm-hmm. When they surveyed the land, they counted it as uh, wetlands. And he was like, "That ain't wetlands. That's a hole I dug that filled up with water. Yeah, we dug it in nineteen seventy fucking nine. 
He stocked it's it with been fish or there, something? and he stocked it with fish, and now they're saying, "Oh, it's wetlands." Is he? So he so has like to be. Swamps? So they're trying, Florida, doesn't mean they're trying to say swamp. he has to be seventy-five feet away from it. He's like, "It's just a hole in the ground we dug. We filled it with water and put a bunch of fish in it." Sir, we we can't help you with your beachfront property. <laughs> <laughs> Your waterfront property. And they have like two, <laughs> two pole barns that are in the back of the yard, like two pole barns that have been there since Where's this the at? fucking sixties, uh tropical acres like south of Riverview. Oh, okay. Um and they're saying like, Oh, these pole pole barns are built, you know, against code and he's like, Well, they built them in the goddamn sixties. Yeah, when there was like, no what, fucking code. When no one gave a shit. Yeah, and you guys had to come in and try to get your cut of everything. And it's basically like my my is you know, they talk about gentrification in the inner cities and uh, people of color being displaced. Mm. The same thing happens. It's like white on the white gentrification. Park, yeah. The same shit happens to the trailer park. Yeah, that's what happens. They're like, well, we're building a subdivision and we're putting in an elementary school. We can't have these trash mm. people kind of just living here. Yeah. yeah, they look at yeah, they look at you like you're a fucking blight on the the whole nice town. Dude, I just like, said the other day, you're well, like, this like, is no, what we can afford. We gotta, we gotta move. Y'all gotta move out of here because you make well, us fucking sad. Yeah. To look at, we're gonna bulldoze your shanty yeah. town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like tent city. It's the tent city of the suburbs. That's yeah. how they fucking treat it. Well, that's why, like when I, when I went to the Santa thing yesterday, um, fucking, I'm driving like off Racetrack Road or whatever, which is kind of like uh, out up north, you know, like in mm-hmm. uh, like near Newport Ritchie and Trinity and shit. It's Keystone or whatever it's called, anyway. And I'm driving down Racetrack Road, and I turn down to one road, and you have, like, gated homes that are probably, like, you know, $1.2 million homes. And then when I get to the end of that, there's just a trailer kind of just sitting there. And I'm like, I'm like, that's so weird that they're just, like, right next to each other. My mom's think, in the same situation. Yeah, but you would think, like, eventually, because all the houses are on the lake, but the trailer's, like, a little bit farther, so it's not as close to the lake, you know what I mean, quote-unquote? You would think they would but want to But that trailer's there. probably been there longer than all the houses, mm-hmm. and you then would, they just built them around them. You would think they would want a trailer there. There's my Here's my reasoning. It's the ugly fat friend. Yeah, you're like, well, like look trip. how nice my house is. I don't live like that piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, but there's like 18 of those mansions, and then you just have the around little one trailer. little trailer. Wow. The trailer had a sweet fucking RV and it had a nice like carport for it and shit. So I was that's like, my, my parents have they just put all the their money into thing. traveling. They just didn't. My wanna... mom's got she's it's a it's a mobile home. It's a double wide, but like it's not going anywhere. Like it's got vinyl siding all the way down for it. Looks like a house. Yeah, mm-hmm. like my wife had been there like. 15 times before, before I was like, it, yeah. you know, it's a trailer, right? And she was like, oh my god. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize they could be nice. <laughs> and uh, now the they want to widen the street my mom It's actually on. the motto for them. They want... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's eminent domain. You'd shit. never believe how nice these actually are. Johnson's trailer homes. They, they you wouldn't widen, believe they're nice. <laughs> they want to they widen Very Riverview slogan. Drive. They want to take 25 feet. My mom just put in, like, a really nice driveway... They have a uh, six foot fence around the entire property, mm-hmm. like where like it's just great. And then um, it looks eminent really domain. nice. They're and like, then they want to take eminent domain. Yeah. They want to take twenty five feet of her front yard. So basically, it's like the front door. The steps go down to the fucking street is what they want to make it. So she, so they're saying she has to move her house. So just taking her yard, basically. They're basically. I mean, I we're hoping they'd like try to buy some of it or or like something. Is she just watching the land surveyor and like a single tear is going down her cheek? Basically, like they, they came took out and my surveyed, land. Like, well, we're not going to come <laughs> into your yard, Americans. but we are going to yeah. survey the land because they want a wide review drive because it's all subdivisions and they haven't managed to turn like my block. It's like here's my parents. They live by the road, and then there, it goes in, and then there's a square. 
and all those people live in uh, some some nicer houses, some mm-hmm. trailers, just like my mom's. But they want to fucking it's a neighborhood. They gotta get those people out of there. It's a neighborhood. Yeah. And they want to fucking bulldoze it. They want to, like, and I know it. It's an I, eyesore. That's what people do a lot of times. And my stepdad, my so. stepdad was like, ah, you know what the hell? You know, they might as well buy the whole property. And my mom's like, my life is here. Yeah. Every memory I have from when I moved to Georgia is in this, is on this property in this house. Mm-hmm. It's really heartbreaking for her and me, honestly. I just, it's like, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck subdivisions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they just want. You guys want to do plugs? Yeah. Yeah, let's do plugs. I'm sorry, I've ranted long enough. No, it's good, dude. I think I like this episode. We learned a lot about you. We should have did this the first episode so we could yeah. learn about Matt Carter. It's all right. You know, it's you can't just be like, so uh, Matt, you want to talk about your spice years? <laughs> <laughs> no, I like spice it. Years. It's interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and like it's I said, something it makes me feel good. I'll it's something that just got dredged up. Yeah, I know. I'm a walking episode of intervention. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> But, uh, no, I just realized it, I used to. No, I didn't go to work in a ball and I, But I just realized it could have gone all wrong for me too. Could have. Still can. I know, dude. Don't don't say that. Yeah, dude. Hold control. out hope. Don't give oh, up hope yet. Your you're life right. could turn to complete shit. This whole thing could fall apart for you. Oh <laughs> my god, it already is. With but we weight. love you. I know with the weight shit. But all right, we'll go to plug. Oh, I tell him I love him. He goes, I know. <laughs> no, he's like I'm aware. Everybody I'm aware. Yeah. Loves, everybody loves Davy. I didn't mean it like that. I know. Uh, Puts the hat on backwards. Somebody go first while I pull up my calendar. I'll just plug mine. Um, January 11th, featuring at the Bind, headliner Sloan. It's going to be a good-ass time. Come on out. January 11th, the Bind Brewing. January 17th, at the Basement in Wesley Chapel. I'll be hosting uh, the headliner. Is none other than Mr. Johnny B from the Johnny B Show. 1025 The Bone. He's fucking hilarious. Come on out. That's all I got. All right. I, uh, well, this will come out on the 2nd, correct? Thereabouts, yeah. Thereabouts. So uh, this will come out Thursday 2nd. So tomorrow, uh, January the 3rd, I will be at Union Hall in Lakeland with Tommy Bell um, and Austin Young's doing a guest set. Cannot remember who the headliner is. The 4th in Fort Lauderdale, I will be doing Fassel Malik's Open My Competition at Underground's Coffee House. He'll be winning that competition. I will be winning that competition. Now I'm going up to get some good uh, shit. I got like Chris Shepard and Jackie Sanchez. And Rob really, Russell. Rob Russell. Um, some really good comics. So there's some stiff, stiff competition, but uh, I can take it. Oh um, yeah, you can. You can take oh, some yeah. real stiff. Take, take the real stiff, stiff competition. <laughs> and uh, January eighth, uh, Katie McCoy and I will be at the Verona in Newport Ritchie. I think it is. Big dog. Yeah. Big dog. <laughs> Davies territory will be there. Then the eleventh, I'm doing some shit with Alex Soto. There's supposed to be a hotel involved. Uh, I may not take that hotel. The thirteenth, I will be at Clear Sky and Clearwater with Dan Gerlach. Um, I think Tommy Bell. Tommy Bell, Pat Largo is headlining that one. Seventeenth, Donnie Stopa and I will be at the Crazy Cup in Lakeland, and that is it. Uh, might have a show on the eighteenth at Bar Five Four Eight. That's me and Ash are producing that show. It's supposed to be an all service industry show. So the third, the fourth, the eighth, the eleventh, the thirteenth, the seventeenth, and the eighteenth. Thank you for your service, Matt. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the pokies. That's all I got so far. Service industry. All I ah. got is pokies right now. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> I'm a little slow. Wait, hold on. I think I have something else. Um... No, it's just pokies. 
No. I oh, pokies. Oh, here we go. It's oh. just pokies. January 9th, I'll be at Lion's Den. As of right now. And if it's not at Lion's Den, it might be at First Chance, Last Chance. Alright. Well, January 9th, I'm doing something. Come out. It's going to be in Tampa. Follow us on social meets. Oh, and be sure to email us, How to Die Alone Podcast at Gmail. Go follow Instagram, HTDA Podcast. Facebook HTDA podcast. We'll answer all 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 the questions that Twitter. the episodes leave. Yeah, I mean, please start commenting, liking, sharing, subscribing. I mean, spread spread like a virus. Just do the email, man. We got that one email from that lady out in San Diego. Well, I don't know where she was from, but I searched her area code, a link to her Gmail, and apparently it was San Diego. See, mm-hmm. doctor. Essentially, because I'm like, who the fuck is this? Where are they from? I wanted to know. What so. did they say? Oh, it was a long... It was movie. about how, how she was looking for a bass on the song and blah, blah, blah. We, we talked about it on the episode. Yeah, I'll uh, tell you off air. But yes, so just please, we that that really got me, at least, excited. It got to be emotional. Yeah, it kept me going for like another, you know, couple hours, so... Send the emails a bunch. Yeah. Please. Does Piper have any dates? Because she's all up in my shit right now. She's the best. She's the best. Yeah, Piper, the... Piper's the dog. The how to die alone. The how to die... The how to dog alone. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bye, everybody. Goodbye.